Hey, everybody, it's the Hudson Huddle on moresportsnow.com. We cover Jets. We cover Giants. I'm Steve Titchener here with John McAlevey. And John, my goodness, it was it, the tie was a loss because the Giants absolutely should have won that game. Um, yeah. They had so many chances in the fourth quarter there. You know, the, uh, the Darius Slayton miss, uh, that awful call. It was the worst call ever. Uh, when the offensive lineman ran down and uh, just gave the flex to his to Slayton after he caught a ball, well, you just you just stole my whole thunder. That to me is the game. That's your game right there. Because if you don't move the ball back 15 yards, the Giants are down around the 35. They yard kick a field goal. Who knows what they do? They kick a field goal. It's a 10 point game, and you're you're, uh, you know, you're on um, cruise control the rest of the way. Granted, it was it was not something egregious, but you know, I, I hearken back to the to the um, the movie. Now I can't remember the guy's name now, but Tom Hanks, where you know, stupid is as stupid does. Forrest Gump. Yeah, you, can't, you just can't do that. Yeah, you can't let the referee put him on the spot to to make a call like that. And as I said, this is a a veteran player, and it absolutely killed the Giants' momentum there. It, it sure did, and it would, but it was. I mean, again, yeah, don't do it. I get it, but it was. It was a terrible call, and you can't let that call, you know, decide the game. And it did. And when that happens, you know, it's just it's just bad for the game, in my opinion. And uh, that was just a, it's a terrible, terrible call. Uh, and yeah. Giant fans should be furious about it. But in the end of the day. You know, they end up getting a tie on a game they absolutely should have won. And now, uh, you know, there's a lot of implications, uh, John, um, heading into the uh, heading, you know, deep into December here in the playoff run. Yeah. Yeah. It's Well, listen, the, the Giants are a, a year, maybe two years premature where, where they, you know, are going to hopefully be. I mean, you look at this offense and again, Isaiah Hudgens, if you had him, if you could pick him out of the lineup, I mean, he's the guy, he's your number one, you know, receiver out there. Again, Kenny Galladay is now sick. He can't get on the field because he's got an illness. This guy is in the witness protection program. They get Bellinger back from having his, you know, almost had his eyeball poked out of his head. He had to have surgery, his nose. He's back now, and you're you're throwing to Darius Slayton, who the Giants, as we talked to Pat Leonard a week or so ago, he said, you know, they were trying to cut him. They were trying to release him. Now, all of a sudden, he's Jerry Rice in your offense. And so, you know, when Saquon is not percolating, and he wasn't yesterday, Daniel Jones led the Giants in rushing. I think he had 71 yards. Yeah. Um, you know, it's hard to, to open things up on the outside when you really have a bunch of nobodies out there. Yeah. I mean, the guys are stepping up though. I mean, Darius Slayton has played pretty well. Um, but yeah, I mean, Daniel Jones is limited there and, um, you know, they've got, they've dealt with some injuries as well. Uh, so they got Be- Bellinger back on the, uh, field. Uh, and so, and, you know, he caught a few balls, but, um, you know, he, and, you know, Saquon Barkley earlier in the season, think about it when he was going off, and he was, you know, the, the big play is is not there. It was there at the beginning no. of the season with him. 
And yeah. so to have defenses. Well, teams are putting eight guys in the box, yeah, nine guys in the box. Woken up to it. Daring the Giants to throw the ball. And when and, you don't have dynamic guys on the outside, I mean, look at some of these teams that, that have dynamic receivers. And, uh, the Giants just don't have somebody that can win off the line of scrimmage. It'd be nice to throw to a Stephon Diggs or a, you know, Justin Jefferson or, a, wow. um, you know, folks like that. They're, they're, you know, tops in the game, but look at the Jets now all of a sudden with Garrett Wilson. We're going to talk about the Jets in a minute. Back-to-back weeks were over a hundred yards and talk about dynamic. He's really, he, he, he is who we thought he was. And he finally has somebody that can hit him between the numbers, but Daniel Jones doesn't have a Garrett Wilson. I mean, he, he has, doesn't even have like a flip Wilson. He doesn't have anything outside. <laughs> No, you're right. right. And well, look, they, they sat, you know, at the trade deadline, they did nothing with this idea that, you know, maybe they're a little ahead of the game in terms of their, they shouldn't be winning. Yeah. I, I don't get that, man. Once you, once you see success, like they did early in the season, you know, try to get better. Um, but, uh, they decided not to do that. I'm sure, I'm sure a few giant fans are wondering why they didn't make a move there and at least try well, to, as Pat, to get, I asked Pat that question last week and, he said, you know, they were in on Jerry Judy, who would have been a really welcome addition because he's a, he's a stud. I mean, he was a top player at Alabama. Yeah. But, you know, Denver would have held them up. And Denver, they have their own problems. They're pathetic. Russell yeah. Wilson is a laughing stock, and they just gave him, you know, a couple a hundred million dollars. And now they're yeah. stuck with him. He stinks. But they couldn't get him, and they didn't want to mortgage the future. And, you know, I can't, I can't blame them for that because – Let's face it. If, I mean, if they were one wide receiver away from making a deep run in the playoffs, then okay. But they, they listen, if they're going to make the playoffs, they're going to be one and done. They'll be on the road and well, it'll be over. But Well, they know, got the, the mighty Eagles, uh, Johnny. Mighty uh, Eagles coming to MetLife. And so. Yeah, well, what can you say? I mean, they're, they're hardly, you know, anybody has hardly given them, given them, a, a problem. The commanders beat them, but that was a fluke. And, um, you know, they're, they're, they're playing like the top team in the league. They have think no about it, beating the hated Eagles after all that you've been through the last few weeks, you know, yeah, that would, that, that's, that I would cure a lot. Happening. That would make, I, I don't, I, I don't see that. I don't see that happening. And, um, you know, they're, they're getting amazing play from, uh, a lot of their AJ, AJ Brown now comes through with a couple of touchdown passes. Um, and, and the quarterback, you know, Jalen, I, I, I never saw that coming. Never in a million Jalen years. Jalen hurts. You didn't coming. think he, you know, he, he showed flashes at Alabama and then they gave up on him. He goes to Oklahoma and you know, he's a nice player. Um, he's a nice player, but did, did you, I mean, raise your hand if you saw him as MVP of the NFL. Well, listen, he he's can, really, he's, he's right there. He's in the mix. He, you know, what, what, what else do you need? You know, you need good. First of all, you need to have a good football mind. You have to be you're just a, a good football intelligence, which he clearly has. And then on top of that, you know, you can run and he can run. You see him running in. You see him sweep uh, yesterday. Um, first well, touchdown game in college. He was more of a runner yeah. than anything. And now but he can he throw the ball, man. The ball. He was. Yeah, he was a he was yeah. mainly a, a, a you know a runner. He, who knew he was this accurate? Yeah. As I said, if Dan, if Daniel Jones had AJ Brown on the outside, how do you think he would look? 
you know, and, and Devontae Smith, and he's got guys that he can work with. Dallas Goddard, you know, is a good uh, a good tight end. I mean, he's he's got weapons there. He's got a couple of good running backs, and let's not kid ourselves. He's got a very good offensive line with which to work with. And yeah, um, but the da- you know, get- listen, Daniel Jones didn't hurt the Giants on Sunday, and he, you know, I I listen. He keeps the Giants stay in these games. Um, they're going to be in that game. They're going to be in the game. They're on 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 Sunday. They're going to be in that game. That's just the way they've been playing. So, um, and then, you know, I don't know. They were finishing beginning of the season. They were finishing these games and they would have finished this game against the, 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 the commanders, but it's just a weird, the way the whole thing went down in the fourth quarter and then not being able to do anything in the, in the overtime, either team, um, just a, uh, you know, it was a strange game. Four four, deep in, in, in your own, in, in your own neck of the woods. And, they're able to uh, Heineck. He's able to scramble out. He's got three people chasing him, and he throws one up, and bam, hits the guy right in stride, first down. And then from there, it was like you know what through a goose. And so, you know, the Giants are are without Xavier McKinney, without a Dory Jackson. They've got a couple guys that were on the practice squad a week ago, and they're playing against you know uh, Terry McLaurin and. Uh, yeah. This week they're going to be playing against AJ Brown and Devonte Smith, and so it could get ugly. I, I don't know. As I'm, I'm not as confident as you are that they're going to be in this game. I think it could this could get ugly early, and and if so, it's going to put um, it's going to really start to taint what started yeah. out to be yeah, an yeah, amazing. No question. I think it's really like a season saver. Really, it is. And if they lose, then it's really going to start They're Yeah. They're tainting what uh, was really, what seemed to be a really nice season. Uh, so, um, you know, well, they could have lost on Sunday, put it that way. And uh, they get away with a, a, a tie, but that's a game that they absolutely should have won. We'll move on. We'll go to the jets here and uh, you know, they go to Minnesota, you know, they fight hard, um, you know, just, to, just come up a little short, uh, uh, you know, the pick at the end, you know, Mike White wants that back. Uh, had a pretty good game. Threw, threw the ball a lot. He threw the ball 57 times. I mean, yeah. he's a slinger, though, man. He's got an arm, and he just puts it out there. I'll tell you. Yes, he does. He's getting he's getting the most. Like I said before, look at Garrett Wilson. All of a 162 sudden, yards for Garrett Wilson. 20-yard 20, yeah, 20 average. Really thought he was. The guy's a stud. Yeah. He's a tremendous receiver. Yeah. He could be, you know, maybe not. Jefferson or, or uh, Chase guys like that, um, but he's not far behind. I mean, he was he was just as good as those guys were in college, mm-hmm. and so you know the cream is starting to rise to the top. And Mike White, Mike White can put it on you, and, and you know so much for getting Zach Wilson's head back into it and putting him back out under center. You'd have to have your head examined if you're going to put him back out there right now. This is Mike White's job right now. And so deep, you can talk yeah. Wilson up all you want. You want to keep his psyche together and you don't want to lose the kid. And well, the kid has been awful. He stinks so far. And Mike White gives you the best chance to make the playoffs. And so there's no I, question. I think he'll watch I mean, he's good. Robert Sala and then roll with him as long because at yeah. the end of the day, it's their hide if they don't start making the playoffs. Yeah. And his other interception was the tip ball. I mean, so it really wasn't yeah. his fault so much. So, yeah. You know, he, he, he had a pretty good game, you know, Garrett Wilson. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he's, he's everything they want him to be. He's, he's 
uh, their draft play, all their all their picks are are playing so well. I mean, it was just a great draft by the Jets, and and uh, you know Sauce Gardner even you know he did well against uh, Justin Jefferson and crew, and you know Jefferson got in the end zone, but he didn't kill it by any means. It wasn't a normal day a, a day for him. You know, seven right. receptions, forty five yards. That's it. He did have the touchdown. Uh, Dalvin Cook had a pretty good game. They didn't do a ton on offense, but they did enough. You know, Cousins only 173 yards, but he had a TD to Jefferson, and they just did enough uh, to yeah. win this to win this game. But the Jets are Jets are impressing. But now you know, you know now they're you know seven and five, and uh, both the Jets and the Giants. You know these these this terrific start and this this feel good story is starting to sour a little bit as we cover both these teams going into. You know, deep into December and the playoffs and such. So yeah, well, um, listen. Before the season started, I mean, did anybody think the Giants would be five hundred? I mean, on the year, I mean, I never even thought they'd be sniffing five hundred. They've been so bad for so many years. The fact that they were seven and two at one point is stunning. And Dave Ball was the NFL's coach of the year. And now that you know they're coming back to earth a little bit. You know, that just goes without saying. I think that's where, you know, what's the old saying that water seeks its level? And mm-hmm. I think that we're, we're getting to, to where they really should be on this season. Yeah, and that never doesn't get any easier, right? Now they got to go to Buffalo. You know, Buffalo's, you know, marked this. They circled this after uh, what the Jets did to them in, uh, at MetLife. So um, yeah. that's going to be a tough game. Uh, so... You know, but, uh, you know, they're in the hunt. Like, you're right. You know, both teams, were you expecting both teams to be even 500? You're right. No. And they're both over 500, and they're both very much alive in, well, in, in the playoff you should, hunt. You it's just let us know where both teams are. I can remember last year, I think we did maybe two hunts and huddle shows for the year <laughs> because the teams weren't worth talking about. They were pathetic. <laughs> And yeah. now we were excited to have it have a yes, custom huddle this year because well, it, it's been fun to talk about. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll um, definitely finish the, finish out the season this year. Yeah, um, but there, yeah. So again, so it it it's um it's just that the schedule's getting tough for both these teams, and the the uh, season's getting shorter. So uh, they got to step up now going into uh, going into next week, and. Uh, well, Think and, about it. It's a huge, it's a huge weekend for both teams and their games are, are both hopefully going to be good. The Jets are in Buffalo and the Giants have the Eagles. I mean, come on, let's go. Both Conference, teams the, right? The, the division right in their grasp. Let's get it done. Strong division teams that are ahead of them. And yeah, I mean, this is what you want to see. And both can get a that bad taste out of their mouth. Both teams with victories this Sunday. So, yeah. um, Let's uh, let's get it on, and that'll do it uh, for this week of the Hudson Huddle. Steve Tichner here with John McAlee. We just cover Giants and Jets, uh, chatted up about the local New York teams, and uh, we'll keep doing it, and uh, we'll catch you all next week. Check out our site, moresportsnow.com. We've got other podcasts on there as well. And then Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcasts, iTunes. Uh, you, can find, uh, you can find the show on numerous directories. So, uh so uh, tune in, listen up, and we'll catch you all next week. Bye-bye.